Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Joining us today is Max Raymond of District On Deck. We have got an uh, opening week. We're here. We've made it. We've got games to kind of look forward and look ahead to. And there's a lot of question marks for both teams, the Mets and the Nationals. We'll talk about kind of the questions about both teams' rosters as we head towards opening day. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online and BetOnline.net. Max and I will break it all down right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we are we're back. Baseball is kind of back. It's opening week, Max. Um, the weird thing about this opening week is, like, we've got no clue what's going to happen with this series, right? We've got the Nationals, who we know Patrick Corbin's going to pitch game one. We know Josiah Gray's going to pitch game two. We've got no idea what's going to happen after that. We know Max Scherzer is not going to pitch opening day. We know Jacob DeGrom's not going to pitch at all. And so there's a lot of questions about what the, what both teams are look like. And also there's a threat of rain on opening day as we're now less than 72 hours before. Now, obviously these things can change whether it's hour by hour, but as we get closer to the day, you know, there is the, the, the weather predicting can become a bit more accurate. So uh, this is a time where you kind of want things to be ironed out and it feels like nothing is really ironed out a lot. Of, we've heard some opening roster stuff from some other teams. The nationals don't know their opening roster yet. So more questions than answers. Uh, I think that we hoped, right? Uh, absolutely. First off, once again, thanks for having me back, man. And yeah, um, it's, I feel like that SpongeBob meme where Squidward's inside and he's watching Patrick and SpongeBob <laughs> run out because earlier today, it was big announcements. Julio Rodriguez opening day roster. Spencer Torkelson opening day roster. CJ Abrams, big chance to make it. All these guys are making it. And we're over here with no answers, nothing. Like, we don't even know if the guys who've been hot are going to make it. Like, we can assume people like these strange corner are going to make it. We still have no idea. And we're just out here with absolutely zero idea of what's going on. Um, Injuries are already ravaging what was looking to be a very exciting weekend. Rain, as you said, is coming. Um, rain on Thursday, rain on Friday. And it just seems like a classic Nationals opening day weekend since 2020. Bad omens, all of them, for both parties involved, right? For the Mets and the Nationals. Um, let's talk about some news that we got, though, recently. Andrew Stevenson gets the – were you surprised by the news? If you guys don't know Andrew Stevenson, I guess what is the term? He was – optioned well he w- he was technically cut I, I, what is the technical term that they use he was cut but it's one of those where he's got a while uh once he clears that he can you know decide whether he wants to remain on the team or hit free agency um and he decides to remain with, remain with the nationals which i was a little surprised by to be honest i was actually a bit surprised by that but he opts to stay in the minor the nationals minor leagues what are your thoughts the Nationals making that move and his decision to stay with the Nationals? Um, I was surprised at first because I was very mad at first, but that's because they didn't um, – he was non-tenured, so that's what it's called. Non-tenured, and yeah, they yeah. didn't non-tenure Para. I was like, if they put Para on this roster over Andrew Stevenson, I'm going to freak out. Para was non-tenured or waived today, 
So I was freaking out less. Keeping Yadio Hernandez, it looks like, which is fine. They're going for the, uh, the power over the pinch hitter. It is what it is. I'd rather have Stevenson. I'm not super surprised at it. I'd have to find the tweet. But I believe it was Mark Zuckerman of Mass and Sports had a tweet saying how much money Stevenson – Stevenson still makes the money this year he was owed compared to if he was non-tendered and asked to hit free agency. He would be making a lot less. And I believe he's being paid like $800,000. And he's probably saying this is more than I might get on the open market. And he's just taking the contract, which for a guy in that situation, I understand that's a good chunk of change. Yeah. And so, you know, for Andrew Stevenson, I mean, it's, it's an interesting spot. I mean, I would say the really discouraging thing for the Nationals is like, if not now, when, right? This is a guy mm-hmm. that you know, comes out of a place like LSU, you know, had a, had, didn't have a role in the Nationals World Championship run is 27 years old. And so it's kind of a now or never type deal. And the Nationals, yeah, they're going to opt for, you know, like you said, a bit more experience. I mean, I, I think I, I think maybe the idea here, Max, is that they don't want too many questions out there, right? I know Yadiel is kind of a, an older – he's an older guy, but still kind of almost a younger player. But I think there's an expectation of kind of the, the power that he brings, some of the offensive production. And then – you know, Stevenson's a question mark in a project. And I feel like they've already got a couple of those, right? And Lane Thomas and Robles. You're not really sure how good those guys are. Robles, because of the flashes that we've seen, or the long you know, long stretches, I should say, of good play and bad play, you know, it's his make or break year. Lane Thomas, there's so many questions about, hey, can he sustain? Although the, the spring, I would I would say the early returns of the spring were actually very good for him. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, and, and that's two questions. And those are two guys who you're starting outfield. And, you know, I think it's maybe a pretty good question to ask. Okay, do you want your fourth outfielder to be another question mark? Or do you want it to be a bit more solid like Yadiel Hernandez? Now, as far as, you know, fourth outfielders are not these always these proven guys. But you kind of understand the type of player Yadiel Hernandez is. Do you think that was the calculus here? And then just said, you know what? I mean, what, we got to roll with Yadiel. He kind of gives us a better chance to win games as opposed to keeping on keep on keeping on with kind of the project that is Andrew Stevenson. I think what hurt Andrew Stevenson the most was the addition of the DH because Andrew Stevenson was one of their best pinch hitters. He was one of their best pitch runners. No pitcher, you're not gonna be pinch hitting as much. You're not gonna be pitch running as much. Um and I think that really did hurt him. Gadiel Hernandez, he as you said, older guy, more power he brings to the table, I guess more when he starts he's more consistent but stevenson was probably the team's best pinch hitter um i mean i have his splits up here i was looking for as a sub for andrew stevenson he's hitting 297 with five (laughs) homers 18 rbis and a 799 ops um compared to only three homers and 31 rbis when he's a starter Mm. so i mean that's one of your best bench bats but as I said, I with no pitcher to pinch hit a pinch run for, like the main part of his game. Right. Yeah. I mean, wh- where does that opportunity come now? Right. It's it's mm-hmm. just not it's it's non-existent, and so uh, that is actually one of the. Sp- I'm glad you brought that up. It's kind of one of the small places that you know players do lose in some capacity, but it it's normally such a difficult thing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, pinch hitting is grabbing that bat and coming to the game and hitting is is usually such a difficult thing to do. So yeah, Andrew Stevenson there losing out on that, but we'll see. I mean, he's going to stay with them in the minors. So, yep. you know, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked at all if we see him back with the Nationals injury problems. If we see him back in the Nationals, you know, national uniform this year. It's probably pretty likely he'd be the first. I mean, 
he's probably the first call you give, right? Uh, you know, he's probably the first guy you call if you need an outfielder triple A. I mean, absolutely. It's either well, I don't know, because you would think so, but then there's another young triple A uh, outfielder that isn't ready yet, but it's trying to be, and that's Donovan Casey. Right. I was easy but there, I, but... I think another reason Stevenson said yes is because he probably looked at the Nats infield and said, Hey, I don't have a job right now, but Victor Robles is struggling. And if he doesn't get going, then he's going to get back to the minors, and that leaves a spot. I have a chance to crack this roster if I stay in the round and continue raking at AAA as he's done in the past. And I, which I don't know if that's what he's thinking, but that's pro- probably a, on his mind. And it's a very good thought process because Robles had a very rough spring. Um, Ari was sent to the minors for some minor league games and at bats just to get more experience. And Stevenson's just playing the long game. And as you and I both know, it sucks moving. Why would he want to go move yeah. up front his family and everything when he's already enriched in DC? Yeah. And for him too, it's, you know, there's no guarantee of what's going to happen elsewhere. Also, you know, you do kind of get that, you get that uh, kind of security, if you will, in a sense, you kind mm-hmm. of you know the expectations. All right. Quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by bet online and BetOnline.net. basketball season. The college side is over, but the NBA and NHL are still going on. MLB comes back this week, so you guys get in on that action. But UFC, boxing, Formula One, NASCAR, all those things are available at BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. Uh, you guys, make sure you go check them out. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Max, have you seen this really interesting story about, about Lucius Fox, who you know has the greatest name, uh, one of the great names in baseball right now? So – does not make you know that he was one of the guys who was sent down to AAA part of the mm-hmm. part of the yeah. roster trimming process. Drives from from Florida to Rochester, and then gets the call that he needs to rejoin the team down in Florida, back onto the roster, and so back Lucius Fox goes, uh, and he is going to be there. It looks like on you know opening day, uh, what with. Um, Harry Adrianza, who's going to hit the IL, looks like with some strain, uh, quad strains, I think it is. Uh, right now, let me make sure I'm getting that correct. Yeah, uh, quadriceps strains. So, yeah. And Fox is only 24 years old, you know, uh, had a, a nice little spring, you know, it was 414, small sample size, you know, 286, 333 on base, so not awful. Um, it's going to get a chance. And, you know, these are the kinds of guys, right? These are the kinds of stories that can parlay you, you know, and get and get certain players in certain spots. And uh, this is quite the opportunity. And I think Max, this, this right here, you and I, we talked about this so much, the vets versus the young guys, right? Mm -hmm. How do you balance this out? This is an amazing opportunity for the nationals and for Lucius Fox, a discount, uh, a discount young guy with an opportunity now, who's going to, you know, going to see some PT it looks like. And, uh, I think you and I are going to be having a lot of conversations about players trying to t- trying to grasp opportunity this year. Oh, absolutely. Um, the situation kind of reminds me of Juan Soto, even though it's like different. Yeah, he's not like one of our top prospects, and he's being touted and stuff. But at the time, Soto was only a double A, had yet to play in triple A, gets called up because Robles, and he just ran away with the role, and that was like the best player, one of two best players in baseball. Lucius Fox has a similar situation. Um, he was going back to the minors. And now he has a chance for major league playing time. And now he has an opportunity to be like, hey, I belong here. I'm not giving this spot up. This is my spot like for uh, now on. And I'm like look- looking at MLB Pipeline, right? And 
he has a 40 hit tool, 30 power tool on a 20 to 80 scale, but he's a 70 run tool. This right. dude has wheels, man. Yeah. He can fly. And there are some situations where you can use him. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this is uh, we have the runner on second rule, and so yep. Fox. Hey, guess if Nelson Cruz makes the last out, guess who oh, I'm tossing pinch, on second base? Pinch running. Guess man. who I'm tossing, or even even not in that situation, right? Late in the ball yeah. game, uh, Nelson Cruz hits a single, right? You know, he's mm-hmm. if it stays inside the ballpark for for Nelson Cruz, it's most likely going to be a single. I think. I think that's kind of uh, the yep. way you know his at his age and. And kind of yeah. his, his speed. That's kind of where it's going. And guess who I'm putting on base, right? Lucius Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's going to be opportunity. I think it's a place where he's going to see some reps. And I mean, it also helps out because he has decent def- uh, defensive grades from MLB Pipeline, 55 arm, 55 fielding. Um, and he plays middle infield and center. Mm-hmm. You, if playing center field, you got wheels, he's going to be tracking balls down. And like, yeah, I mean, he might not be able to hit, but you till late in a game, you need to tell the defender he could have some spots to come up, like a lot, another Stevenson, another Robles, but with less pressure on him to perform. I think this yeah. is a perfect opportunity. And I did know that he was uh, put on the roster. I didn't know that he drove all the way to New York, New York and had to hightail it back. I, I was just reading awesome piece. Uh, I came out earlier today from Andrew Golden in the Washington Post about it. Go check that out, guys. But it's yeah, it's the story about. And, and look, the comments are great. You know, here's here's just a quick little quote from. Him. He said, "Quote: They just told me to be ready to play. I have a chance to help this team win. I'm so looking forward to that challenge. Looking forward to having some fun with the guys. Love it. Love it. Sounds Absolutely. great. He's like, hey, I'm here. Let's do it. I don't mm-hmm. care. We're um, you, you contracted me to help you win. Uh, I'm fired up to do that. Um, let's touch on a couple guys. So I already mentioned this last week. Uh, Cade Cavalli, maybe to get him getting shelled was a good thing, right? Oh, I think yeah. we were putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> I, I think the, the spring was going so well. And Matt Weirich made a great point last week when I was talking to him. He said, look, this is a guy that was, that was there before everybody else because he reported to minor league camp. So he was there revving up before everybody else was. And so I think maybe some of his early returns were a part of that, him being ready before a lot of other guys were in the pitching realm and also in the hitting realm. Um, And it felt like there was some serious momentum about getting him at the rotation. And look, you never like to see a guy get shelled, uh, but I thought he handled it well. I thought the comments about him being like, guys, it's fine. Approach me to the dugout. You know, there's some kind of weariness about, hey, I'll just kick and take it. He was fine with it. And look, we know at the end of last year, he struggled in triple A. So it's, you know, that's important to keep in your mind. And so uh, I, I think it's, I think it's good that he's going back to the place where he struggled to make sure he can prove himself there before he comes up to the nationals and, the, and they really throw him into the fire. I mean, absolutely. I mean, this dude is a stud. He showed it. You make your spring training debut. I mean, he made his debut last year, right? But he comes, doesn't get spot on the team, flies through the minors. And now this chance time, he has another opportunity. And this dude, he's confident. He's hungry. You strike out Paul Goldschmidt twice in your first game against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he had some hard contact in the first game. Uh, he looked – so his first game, he came out of the bullpen, looked great. Second game starts, strikes out Goldschmidt twice. Third game gets rocked in the bullpen. And, I mean, you said it. You have a young guy, top prospect, gets absolute shelled. More times than not, they get in their own head. Uh, and yeah, he's in the dugout. He's in the locker room after the game. Jesse Doherty said that the reporters were tiptoeing around. He was like, "It's not a funeral. You all can talk to me. I'm good." That's what you want to see from your top yeah, prospect. You exactly. want to see his mental fortitude and stuff. I mean, he has all things. And keep in mind, 
He didn't start pitching full-time till college. So last year, part yes, he struggled to triple A with some of the batters. Another part of his troubles came, he threw a career high in innings. His mm-hmm. arm was gas. Now he knows what to expect. He's putting more muscle on. He's getting used to the more innings. Uh, I agree that he wasn't ready. He's probably the only one that disagrees. He probably thinks he's ready, but he's probably like, all right, time to show everyone what's good so I can get up as fast as possible. I wrote an article earlier in the season with um, three or five bold opinions for this Nats season, and I said if Kate Cavalli gets called up fast enough, he will win Rookie of the Year. Got to get him up early. Got to yeah. get him up. Got to get him up nice and early. Um, this this kind of gets us to the whole pitching rotation thing, right? And in that same game, uh, we saw Anibal Sanchez really struggle. And this was something that you and I had talked about when they signed him. Just like this is going to happen. And this and those kinds of starts are what kill your bullpen. Those are the kinds of things that Nationals had to suffer through last year with John Lester. And so, I, look, I'm just in the mind. I don't want to watch that again. But also, I know the Nationals are so short on starting pitching. So, I mean, right now, you know, if we're going through this. We have to assume opening day. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Corbin. Then we think it's going to be Josiah Gray, who's got his own issues. Lord knows he's got. I mean, keep the ball in the ballpark, please. Uh, then we go, and you think, okay, Eric Fetty, right? He'd be the next one. Uh, he's not it's hurt. He's, I think he's hurt. He got. His, so, got I, so I saw. So I saw that there's there is some sentiment that he might be good to go. Uh, I was I was just looking uh, before him, but I mean he's. He's day to day. So his MRI results are encouraging, which is from two days ago. Um, so nine hours ago from Jesse Doherty. Fetty is still scheduled to start tomorrow, and Josh Rogers is scheduled to back him up, which is good because Rogers pitched for him in his last start because he got scratched at the last second. Right. So those two guys, we think, fingers crossed, can make it to opening day. And then, I mean, Anibal Sanchez? Like, is that All right, so, no, Paulo Sanchez Espino? Is- Sanchez is going to be in the raw in the rotation. There's like nothing we can say about it. Um, and I've, I've made this clear through the edition on deck Twitter and writing about it. I'm tired of the Nats bringing back tons of the 2019 World Series retreads. You're in a rebuild. You play the young guys. I get you want people that can eat innings. Sanchez didn't pitch last year. Was awful in 2020. And I understand 2020 is a short season. Terrible spring training. Took him a while to rep, ramp up in 2019. I understand. He's 38 years old. You have Paulo Espino, who looked good last year. Yeah. Josh Rogers looking for a spot. Joan Radone has already proven he is ready to come up. Maybe put him in the bullpen if you don't want him to spark. He's looking for a spot. Eric Fetty, F- Corbin, Gray. One of those guys is going to – you can't – even if you don't count Sanchez and just go to the six guys, one guy's going to miss out. Now you're making a second guy miss out because you want to go from 38-year-old veteran who's at the very end of his career, who's trying to prove he still has it, when he may or may not have it anymore, a la John Lester. And exactly. that's two guys that are going to be in the minors or in the bull. If they go to the bullpen, that's one thing, because their bullpen is – that's a different conversation. They need help, and I'm fine putting those guys in the bullpen for experience. Exactly. But if they go back to the minors because you want to start Sanchez and the rotation, that's where I have a problem. And I get that's your guy. I get his track record. And I, I, I love the guy, 2019. Please give me Josh Rogers. Paulo it's Espino. not 2019 anymore. I know. And, and this was a problem, Max, with last year. You brought John Lester into eat innings. Guess what he did not do? Eat innings. Like, they took him out before he could really do a, a ton of damage. And so mm-hmm. it went well. It went pretty well for him when he was on the, the Cardinals, right? 
But here's here's with the Nationals. Five innings, six innings, five and a third, four innings, four innings, five and two thirds, three and two thirds, five and a third, six innings, five, uh, two and a third, five, you know, five innings. Like five innings to me is not eating innings. Give me like, give me five. Like you need to give me five plus to like, to give me like, okay, you, you've only made sure the bullpen's got to get like, I think around 10 outs for the bullpen to me, I'll say, okay, you ate some innings for us. So 2020 Sanchez's last full year in the majors, right? Yeah. Five innings, five and a third, two and two thirds, five, seven, five, three and a third, five, four and a third, five, five and a third. Doesn't pitch last year, comes back. You think he's going to be able to do those innings again? Probably not. Right. So yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's yeah. And here's the thing. So it's like I would go with Josh Rogers. Uh, you know, I, th- I think he's deserved a spot. Mm-hmm. And also, I I know Paulo Espino's not young. But like I know he can eat some innings, or at least he, you know. he doesn't have the tread on his tires. Like he's right. pitching wise, he's young because yeah, he's right. pitched at the minors, but he has he's ready. His arm is not his arm is not a Sanchez or a Scherzer. And Jonah Doan, he looked good in his one MLB start last year. Looks good in the minors. One of our top prospects. If you want to throw him in the bullpen, that's fine because our bullpen needs help, as I said earlier. But I would love to see him get a chance to win a uh, rotation spot as well. Uh, I am with you on that one. Uh, and he pitched today and, and look, you know, got a little roughed up. But now Three runs, nothing, but yeah. I think it's nothing nothing too awful mm-hmm. when he's young. The main mm-hmm. thing is he's young. Uh, all right. Uh, one more quick word from our sponsors on today's show. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to built.com today. It's built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, for 15% off today. They've got flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, New for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious. They have new flavors coming out all the time as well. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein in Built Bars. So go check them out today. Promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. All right, Max, uh, where can people find you and your work and all of its variety? Check us out um, for some tweets about the games and articles just on deck.com just the deck on twitter follow me and max on raymond if you want to talk about the nats or just dc sports in general and dude once again thanks for having me back pleasure my uh, my friend thank you for coming on opening week we've made it hopefully hopefully opening day doesn't get bumped back a day right hopefully that, that's the big hope I mean, you got bumped back the last two years why That's not true. make it three that is true yeah why do they, they threw it around all right max appreciate your time all right man